Good news, everyone. We're film critics and Geek Show podcast panelists, Jeff Weiss and Jimmy Martin, and we'd like to tell you about our new television show, The Big Movie Mouth-Off. Now, The Big Movie Mouth-Off is a film review program edgier than most that pits us two critics against each other in a critical grudge match to the death as we squabble over the finer points of filmmaking. Or it'll show our softer, more warm and cuddly sides as we agree and live in a utopian state of well-being. You know, either way, you'll hear everything you'd want to know about the latest theatrical movies and the occasional DVD and Blu-ray releases. So, before you have the bright idea to spend any form of currency on the latest M. Night Shyamalan disaster, or if you're just debating whether that latest comic book adaptation is worth your hard-earned cash, check out the Big Movie Mouth-Off for our expert, albeit cynical, advice. This delectable digital delight can be found on Comcast On Demand in the Utah local section or wherever beta tapes and laser discs are sold. You know, I really need to update my video library. Also, be sure to friend the Big Movie Mouth-Off on Facebook for your chance to win free swag, Pass it to the press screening that will be attended by yours truly. And we promise to keep the bickering to a minimum while inside the theater. I promise nothing. If you're looking for something absolutely unique for either you or a friend, look no further than Grimleys.com. Each and every Grimley is handmade, hand-painted, and 100% awesome. We can make a Grimley of just about anything. Your favorite superheroes, villains, and horror characters come to life with Grimley's custom collectibles. We even have a full line of cool creatures for just about any taste, from super cute squidlies to brain-slurping zombies. Custom orders are always welcome. Come check us out on Facebook or head over to Grimleys.com. That's G-R-I-M-M-L-E-I-G-H-S.com. The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors. Comcast, the Salt Lake Tribune, Simmons Media, the Utah Symphony Orchestra, MSN.com, any school district, their respective managements, owners, or employees. Uh, this is not the actual episode of GeekShowPodcast.com. This is the uh, first part of it, small part of it, that we call Broken News to uh, bring you up to date on all of the news stories that you probably already know about because the Internet is faster than a podcast. So it is called Broken News for a reason. And here I thought it was called Broken News because usually when we record it, we're all broken. Yes, recovering from a night before. Yep. Uh, joining me, Jeff Weiss, film critic to the world. And uh, I am your host. I am Carrie Jackson. I used to be a team player. All right, uh, let's let's get a lot of things happening uh, right now at Comic Con, and most of our boys are down there. Mm -hmm. Jimmy Martin, uh, Brian, Star Wars Brian, Star Wars Brian, Star Wars is down there, and uh, he hooked up with Agent Z. I understand at Disneyland, so we'll get a full report of that, and Brian will give us a full report uh, coming soon. I'm sure of the Star Wars Brian Star Wars panels. And uh, the fact that uh, the Clone Wars cartoon will continue. Star Wars, Brian, Star Wars. And, you know, the, the only big news I heard out about, about that was that it's going to be more battle-focused, and uh, we're going to get to see uh, young Admiral Ackbar, but which I, was, I know everyone was waiting for. But I was hoping for more debate in the Imperial Senate. <sighs> Maybe. Over taxes. Maybe someday. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, here's, here's some of the things that we're finding out about. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the big news for me. Oh well, wait, before we get to Comic Con, sorry. Uh -huh. Let's uh, talk about the box office and Captain America the movie, which uh, people have been emailing me about, because uh, as <clears throat> as we all know, I said that if the movie did not suck, that I would get a shield tattoo. Mm -hmm. Jeff gave it three and a half stars. Mm -hmm. Uh, what was the Rotten Tomatoes tracking most recently? Like it, it, it's, 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 it's in the 70, and it's heading up a little bit more. Mm -hmm. uh, here's my quick diatribe about it. Yes. If, if you look at the reviews and see who the haters are, 
They're all New York area film critics. All of them. It's Village Voice. Oh, so it's like some, like it's some sort of hoity-toity harumph society? Yes. Apparently they have draw, drawn a line in the sand against superhero movies. They've where they're That they're going to poo-poo them all. Yes. To which I have to say this. Go fuck yourselves, <laughs> New York film critics. Uh, I, I'll have to look at that. That's interesting. I, you know, it's your business, so naturally you'd look into that. Uh, I noticed it right off the bat, and I was like, oh, Jesus. It, it was either that or they had a screening of Captain America in, in New York, and they all failed to get handies or something. <laughs> I, I, I just don't know. Well, and, and, I, Either that or they've bought so much into only Martin Scorsese and Woods Yeldon are – Great filmmakers, Lindsay Alden, <laughs> yeah, that, that they can no longer. Oh, it's a fucking summer movie. Get over it. And I, here's my take on Captain America: The First Avenger. It's right. actually my favorite superhero movie of the year. Of the year. Of the year. I've I've gone back and wow. I've I've seen Thor, Green Lantern, X Men: First Class, and Captain America: The First Avenger all more than once. Uh-huh. And here's how they now fall in. If I were to re-rate them, if you were to rank them, if if I oh, were, re-rate them, re-rate oh, okay. and, and and rank them. Oh, okay. Green Lantern one and a half, of course. Hated it. Yeah, it's even worse the, uh, in subsequent viewings. Thor actually now is in, it would be in third place for me. I didn't like you, it nearly as much the second time because you were pretty high on it the first yeah. time you saw it. It's a little pokey and a little slow. And I've only seen it once. Yeah. So and and the Earthbound stuff actually started bothering me more. Mm-hmm. I wanted more Asgard uh, two and a half. Hmm. Believe it or not, and and X Men First Class as much as I like it. It's got problems, and it's not subtle in its message. No. The second time I saw it, I was like, holy shit, this is heavy-handed. Beating me over the head, yeah. yeah three stars. Oh. So, And that leaves Captain America at three and a half, hovering closer to that as my favorite superhero movie since the first Iron Man. Really? Yes. And wow. I and, and I will make this case, too. Okay. I think it's the most superhero-y superhero movie since the original Superman's. Wow. Okay. I, re- I really do. I can't wait to get the panel together to talk about that. Uh, so next time the panel gets together, we'll talk about that, and we'll also talk about my tattoo. Yes. Uh, and, 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 yes and, and I have a few suggestions for the panel. Nice. <laughs> as, as, as stuff for us to get? Uh, well, we'll see. Okay. Uh, we'll talk about that coming up. But Cap, uh, this is what surprised me the most. Captain America, I didn't think this would happen beat Harry Potter at the bottom. Well, at the time of this recording, which is uh, Sunday uh, mm-hmm. at 3, uh, is beating Harry Potter at the box office. Oh, yeah. The weekend estimates are in. They're they're in. So it's pretty, it's official? It, it's it's official. Captain America is going to beat Harry Potter over the weekend. By how much? By a significant amount. Really? Surprisingly. I you, thought it would at least be a close race. Yeah, I really thought it was going to be neck and neck. And going into the week, the box office analysts were predicting a 50, 50 like both movies in the 50 million range looks like cap is making mid to high 60 million over the weekend wow yes that's pretty damn good and harry potter just under 50 million hmm interesting yeah cap cap did good and has good word of mouth and it's apparently going to continue they're now predicting that it's going to be the biggest of the superhero movies of the year Really? Yep. Interesting. It might be the one to, to crack 200. It was a – well, I've, I've seen it twice now, the, the, the preview screening that we had, uh, and then uh, I saw it on uh, yesterday. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was a an older audience. That's mm-hmm. what I noticed. Really? It was a significantly older audience. It, it might have been the time you saw it. Cause, it could have been. It was an afternoon. Because so. a lot of the exit polling is actually showing us 
that this Captain America is actually skewing younger than the other ones were, except for Green Lantern. Wow. Yeah. Just amazing. Now, as as you know, he is my he has been my favorite superhero for about ten to fifteen years now. And uh, it was uh, it was you know going in, I had no expectations. I just wanted a fun movie, and I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It uh, it was uh, I can see the problems that it has. Mm-hmm. I'm not that much of a fanboy that I can't see past it. Right. Uh, but it's it, it's such a charmingly old fashioned. We we reviewed this on Thursday on the radio show. It's a charmingly old fashioned film. It 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 really resembles Joe Johnston's other superhero movie, which was The Rocketeer. Mm-hmm. It's got that same feel. And I also love. How Steve Rogers is, you know, obviously he's Captain America and is kicking ass and saving the world, but he's also a very naive boy mm-hmm. in his head. And, and I just love that. I just, I thought that was great. Now, the Cap I'm in love with is old, battle-weary, experienced Cap, hating modern times and, and thinking that the old days were better. That's the Cap I love right now. Which, which may be what we get in, in the Avengers. Which gets me to the Avengers trailer at the end, which I finally got <laughs> spoiler, to see. Spoiler alert. Yes, you need to stay past the credits, obviously. It's a, it's a Marvel movie. That's what they do. And there's a whole Avengers trailer at the end. And it's just seeing them all on the screen at the same time. Getting to see Hawkeye in his purple outfit. And they're all there, man. They are all there, and I never thought in my lifetime that we'd actually get to see it. That I would see this. That I would live to see this moment. Of course, it's a year away. I could die. But I I am just, I was so trying to control myself because I was there with with my wife, with Suzanne. And uh, she was, you know, she she had polite things to say about the movie. Uh Like, I'm glad you enjoyed it. You know, things like that. But... I'll tell you, it was so hard not to contain my excitement when that Avengers clip happened, and when Tony Stark pats Thor on the arm and says, "You got a good? Was it a good swing? Is that what yep, he says? You got a good swing." Oh Jesus! And and you know, you got an assignment for me, sir? Trying to get me back out in the world? All that? Oh God! By by, by the way, before I forget the whole that whole thing, including mm. the the Steve punching out the boxing uh, thing. Just like the final scene of Thor, also written and directed by Joss Whedon. That was. Yep. Cool. I'm very excited about this. Yeah. Now, thank you for bringing up the Avengers thing, because here's my other objection to some of the reviews for Captain America. <laughs> it is the complaints that Thor and Captain America have been advertisements for the Avengers. And I don't disagree. I don't disagree with that. But think about it this way. They got the backstories out of the way. Otherwise, the Avengers would be... Set up, set up, set up, set up, nothing. Yes, and we would wind up with another fucking Green Green Lantern Lantern movie. movie. Exactly, we're taking... And they're not so obtrusive in these movies. I don't care what anyone says. They are not, and... and, uh, I mean, you know, Iron Man 2, a little more obtrusive than the others, right? but it... It wasn't so bad as everyone is saying. It's it, it, go go back and watch it. You know, go back again, and watch it's, it. it's the New York film critic types that are doing that. Yes. And, oh, superheroes! Do we have to see another superhero and movie? While, really? And and while we're on the subject, your profession, film criticism, you can spot that kind of shit. I see it with New York-based radio. They think Bruce Springsteen's a lot more important than he really is. <laughs> All right. I just want to say that if you're listening on the on the East Coast, I'd love to talk to you about it. But anyway, all right, let's, uh, let's get going here. 
<sighs> Comic Con happened. Comic Con. Comic Con happened, and the big thing that I was looking forward to was the big uh, DC reboot protesters. Very excited about that. In they their were costumes. they were all rallied. They were all harumphed and ready to go, and they were going to tell these DC guys a few things. Well, I found this coverage on uh, on IO9, and and they said uh, 2 p.m. was when they were to gather. That's when the Facebook page said, everyone stop by at 2 p.m., we'll gather here, and then we'll all go over to the D.C. booth. Oh, one guy showed up dressed as Superman, and, and then about a dozen people came by uh, dressed as uh, Gotham Public Works workers, and that was about it. Hundreds on the Facebook page said they would be there. Now, this guy who wrote this says, I sat and watched... And a lot of DC-dressed people walked by, looked around, and left. They, they, they didn't even stop. They just kept walking. Like, is anybody going to show up? Is anyone? Well, I'm not going to unless anyone else does. That's how, that's how harumphed you were about this. You know what they should have done if they really wanted to have a protest? They should have had a flash mob. Yes. As in Flash. The Flash. All flash dressed point. as the Flash. Yes. Flashpoint mob. I'm just saying. Would anyway. have been more effective than your... Well. I, Nothing came of it. And here's your fucking protest anyway. Yeah. You hate the titles, then don't buy them. There's your protest. It's vote with your vote with your feet, vote with your dollars. That's what you do. Yeah. Period. Come and join us over with Marvel. We, we got some really cool shit happening, yes, all right? Yes, we, we have cookies. <laughs> oh, man, so much cool Marvel shit coming down the Holy pike. Holy shit. Uh, just, uh, let, me, let me just jump right to that because it's so cool. I got a whole bunch of other like, TV stuff that happened. Uh, at Comic-Con, and we'll get to that. Let's cover the Marvel stuff and get it out of the way, because I know people think that we have a tendency to focus on this stuff too much, but I would just say, take a look around you. This is what's happening now. Uh, Marvel TV uh, had big announcements, uh, the live-action and animated stuff that is coming. This is really interesting. Um, Here's the quick rundown. Uh, Jeff Loeb confirmed four projects currently in development. Now we're talking a live-action Hulk a live-action, uh, what was originally called Alias in, in the Marvel Universe, but it's now called A.K.A. Jessica Jones. And this is for ABC. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Cloak & Dagger live-action and a live-action Mockingbird show. Uh, and those are all in development stage. It's going to be a while before we see them, but here's what they got. Uh, for Hulk, they said it's going to be a brand-new take on the character that would head back to his early days mm-hmm. when he you know, isn't yet public with his secret and he's still trying to figure out what exactly is going on with him. And big, big focus is going to be the love story between uh, him and Betty. Good. Uh, and That's so the interesting part. It'll and, be a great little uh, character piece. So. And, and I thought I heard implications that uh, the Hulk series is going to fall in between the Incredible Hulk movie and the Avengers. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. That would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the, the unfortunate thing, of course, is that it means we're getting another Bruce Banner. I don't <laughs> think right. I don't think Mark Ruffalo is going to be in the TV no, series. No, that's I mean it would be cool if he were. So we've 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 only this is this is one of those situations where we've had a different person playing the character. Yes, which is ironic because Chris Evans has played every other fucking Marvel hero. <laughs> Maybe they should have Chris Evans be Bruce Banner. As long as the Hulk is playing the Hulk, that's all I care about. Yeah. Uh, A.K.A. Jessica Jones, which is based on uh, Bendis and uh, Bendis's uh, story about the failed superhero Jessica Jones rebuilding her life as a private detective. And we've been promised that uh, two characters that will be in the show, uh-huh. which are very important in this storyline, 
Luke Cage. Thank God. Yes. And Carol Danvers. Oh, what about the Purple Man? Well, he'll probably show up. But they they were. This is just about the heroes. Um, Because you remember in that, if you haven't read it, go pick up, I think it's what, two graphic novels, two collections? Uh, Two or three? Yeah. Um, It's called Alias. Go to Dr. Volts and ask Maya for it, he'll tell you. It was really good, and uh, you you know you see Luke and her dating, and Carol Danvers sitting. You know Carol Danvers is her best friend, and that's that's Miss Marvel. Date, she dates Ant Man for a while. Ant Man for a while. Oh, so I hope they do all this shit in this series, but because it was so good, it's very good. So go pick it up. Now here's the the other shows. Uh, Marvel's working with ABC Family to make a Cloak and Dagger series. Oh, so much for her booby outfit. You know, ABC Family, they call it that, but it's got some pretty risque stuff that I wouldn't consider family on there. I think that's where the Cat Lady show is, isn't it? Anyway, I don't know. Uh, Cloak and Dagger, uh, two characters in post-Katrina New Orleans Hmm. is where this will be based. Uh, And, uh, you know, it's more examples of Marvel is in the real world. Uh, Then there is the Mockingbird uh, series. Which is uh, the one show that, uh, it, this is the first we, we've heard mm-hmm. about it, really. It's in the very early stages. Follows the story of Bobby Morse, science major at a prestigious university in Silicon Valley. She's recruited by top spy agency, and she has to balance her spy life and her college life. And he, he uh, Jeff Loeb referred to it as Alias Meets Felicity. Huh. <laughs> So, interesting. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Uh, they're doing the uh, animated uh, more uh, Ultimate Spider-Man, uh, being produced by Paul Dini. I know who's crossed over, and uh, they will be written by uh, Bendis. Uh, these uh, these which is completely awesome, and it shows how DC f- has fucking screwed the pooch yet again. Yet again, they let Paul Dini get away. Exactly. Now my favorite uh, voice casting. They've got a whole bunch of characters in here. You've got uh, Nick Fury. Uh, Stan Lee will be doing some stuff. Uh, Drake Bell is Spider-Man. Uh, Agent Coulson is in this. Nice. But uh, they brought back J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson. Yay. Good. Well, I, I just love that J. Jonah Jameson voice that he does. Box of meat, kid. Box That's of as meat. good as I can do for you. <laughs> and this one is going to, uh, let's see. Now, there's, there's also going to be an animated show developed, an adaptation of Joss Whedon's Astonishing X-Men. Uh, so uh, that's going to be doing... Now, this is something for Shannon. It's called Hulk and the Agents of Smash. Paul Denny is working on it. Sounds like it's a good kid show. Yay! It's going to feature Green Hulk, Red Hulk, Scar, A-Bomb, and She-Hulk. Really? So it's uh, Hulk and the Agents of Smash. Little kids across the nation will be wrecking their rooms. I love it. That means they need to release more Hulk hands. Yes, good ones, not the cloth ones. And Red Hulk hands and A-bomb hands. She-Hulk, dainty little hands. Uh, Let's see, now I've got a big story here about the new Ghost Rider movie. Um, But uh, I'm going to save the good stuff for the panel because I want them all to hear. I love it when Nick Cage pontificates. And so I'll be saving that for when the panel's... I'm just giving you, you know, coming up on Geek Show, this will happen. It's so... Bizarre. He's such a nut job. Uh, but anyway, this is uh, this is a reason to get excited about this new Ghost Rider movie. We all we all know how we felt about the first one. Yeah, it was that idiot that did Daredevil and did and, and pretty much and Simon Birch and the, the the new filmmakers are saying the same. They went, yeah, he we, blew it. He blew it. Uh, these are the guys. They're from Crank. Uh, Mark Neveldeen and Brian Taylor. They were at Comic Con to tell you. 
we're going to fix this, <laughs> basically. They said, quote, he's one of the most badass characters of all time. He's not really a superhero. He's more like a horror character. His superpower is that he sucks out your soul. That's horrifying <laughs> and should be as such. So uh, they've got to, they're amping up the scary side. I wouldn't, you know, the best thing for this movie, R rating, but that's just me. Yes. Uh, he is now a charred skeleton with flames constantly bursting from his body, his jacket bubbling with tar, where the, where the empty-eyed skull was sometimes campy in the first movie. Here he is nightmarish, even more so. The writer spews fire from his mouth. There was uh, a moment of levity, though, in the movie, where a child character asks Johnny Blaze, what happens when the Ghost Rider has to pee? <laughs> Cue the Ghost Rider. He's back to the camera, pissing flames. So, a <laughs> little bit of levity in there, but not a lot. Uh, he also, and, and you, you were excited about this, I know, he does not have a dedicated hell cycle. Any vehicle that he rides becomes a demonic version of itself. <laughs> so, hell cycles, hell jeeps, hell... They say mining equipment here, but you I, know, I I think I think Neville Dean and Taylor read Jason Aaron's Ghost Rider Heavens I on Fire so. miniseries. It and is what it sounds like to me. Exactly, exactly. So it's very it's very cool. Uh, oh, and they also said this is how this is how badass this movie is going to be. Uh, they are uh, clearly having a blast doing this, saying that they promised their stuntmen that any injuries that they sustain on the set while filming. Right. We'll be in the final cut. Wow. They said, any broken bones you see in our movie will be real. Not to say that they're going to try to hurt the stunt people, but stunt people get hurt. Mm -hmm. So anytime you see it, it will be real. That is pretty cool. All right. So there's that. That's the Marvel stuff that we got. Uh, once again, just Marvel just dominating DC. Um, Anyway, so there's that. Uh, other things that are happening that came out of Comic-Con is uh, <laughs> uh, there's going to be a Mass Effect movie, if you're a fan of the video game. Uh, so uh, look forward to that. They all soon will be movies. They all. Uh, Bradley Cooper, after Hangover 2, could do anything he wanted. Except for The Crow. Except for The Crow, apparently, because the Weinsteins and other people are still in a legal battle over that. So he decided that he wanted to do a a film of Paradise Lost and he wants to play Satan. <laughs> this is happening. This is happening. Everybody knows that there can only be one Satan and that Satan is John Lovitz. That's right. Worship me. Uh, he begged for it and it's going to happen. He uh, says that uh, he, he was drawn to it during college when they study Paradise Lost, he said he wants to portray Lucifer as a sympathetic character. What is ultimately the story of an intimate nuclear family made up of two brothers and a father, and what happens when one of the brothers feel betrayed. That sounds like Thor. Uh, but anyway, a little bit, yeah. <clears throat> but uh, he is going to play Lucifer. And, uh, you know, if you want the best dissertation on Paradise Lost, watch Animal House. Donald Sutherland will explain it to you. Very simply and very succinctly, and why this movie won't won't work won't work nope in the long run. Uh, yeah, just trust me. You, it's probably on YouTube. Go go look. Uh, let's see. Now there's a another. Oh, Guillermo del Toro was mm -hmm. down there talking about Pacific Rim. It's back on. And now what it is is uh, he wanted to make this is this is what he said. 
Uh, he said, it is my duty in this film to commit the finest fucking monsters to it. And it is my duty in this film to commit the finest fucking robots to it. One of the stars of the movie, listen to this, you are going to love this. I already do because it's Del Toro. One of the actors from the film was at Comic-Con, Charlie Day, from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Del Toro described Day's character in Pacific Rim as familiar to the one that he played at the end of the Philadelphia episode, Charlie Kelly, King of the Rats in which a grizzled, battle-worn Charlie emerges after a pest-control war at the pub and states, It's like the whole generations of these things have died in my hands. Mothers, fathers, grandfathers, little baby rats. I knew that would make you happy. Uh. So, basically, the, uh, the story of Pacific Rim, he said, we want to make it big. A big what-if. What would happen if, in real-world 25-story tall monsters appeared. How does everything change? Beachfront real estate plummets. What weapons need to be developed? He went on to say that the biological functions of the monsters would be examined. Poop. Uh, along with uh, where things like the robots come from. Uh, but added Pacific Rim is not just a spectacle in scope, but has uh, delicate human scale problems. Aww. It sounds to me like it's going to be funny. I hope. Which it should be. I hope so. Uh, you liked Scanners, did you? The movie? Eh. I didn't. But uh, I have fond it, memories. It's, uh, it's uh, how would you like Scanners, the TV series? No. No? No. Well, you're going to get it. Jesus. Uh, Weinstein's uh, Dimension Films producing a TV series based on uh, Cronenberg's uh, movie about uh, disenfranchised telepaths. <laughs> that make each other's heads explode. That make your head explode, yeah. So you're Wow, be... that really sounds like enough to drive a television series. Well, it was originally just going to be a reboot or a remake of a movie. But they went, oh, no, TV. Let's do TV. Jesus. Really? Really? So there's that. All right, and then uh, I'll tell you more about uh, John... Well, I'll just do it now. Uh, Geekshowpodcast.com, the episode is coming. Uh this is the broken news part. There's a lot of stuff at Comic-Con to get to. A ton. Uh, the Raven, uh, John Cusack's Edgar Allan Poe movie, mm -hmm. uh, was uh, the first public screening at Comic-Con. And it is uh, a reimagined version of Poe's final five days. Huh. When, when a serial killer strikes Baltimore, uh, young inspector Emmett Fields initially suspects Poe since the, killing contains, the killings contain elements of Poe's stories but quickly becomes clear that it's a fan of Poe's, challenging the author's detective mind with hmm. these killings and invites Poe to play the game. Uh, the killer kidnaps Poe's beloved Emily, uh, which is Alice Eve, by the way, uh, burying her alive as the killing spree continues. Poe's deranged fan leaves clues on his victim's body, and so the detective and Edgar Allan Poe have to solve them quickly enough in order to save her life, to save Emily's life. It's like, uh, as they described it, it's like Seven with Ed Edgar Allan Poe. Mm -hmm. It, it kind of also reminds me mm -hmm. of, uh, was what, what was it, Time After Time with Malcolm McDowell? Yes. As H.G. Wells. Wells and uh, Jack the Ripper, played by David Warner. Yes. Oh, oh. Yeah, I remember that now. Well, that was pretty cool. Uh -huh. uh, it says uh, the trailer had glimpse of a pit and the pendulum, oh. pendulum thing. 
uh, a live burial from uh, the cask of uh, Amontillado, Amontillado. Uh, a masquerade from the masquerade of the Red Death, but is uh, or or from Hop Frog, they're not sure. Cusack is is a huge Poe fan. Oh, Telltale Heart, telltale and uh, heart, hopefully they'll they'll probably do something with that. Uh, he calls him the Godfather of Goth, and he uh, read this book Poe: A Life Cut Short. And he said that he saw elements of this. This is what intrigued me. I saw elements of Hunter S. Thompson in Poe's writings: hmm. the precision of mind, the willingness to enter the abyss. Wanted to bring Poe, who was celebrated in salons and comfortable in the gutter, to the screen. He was a bit of a rock star in his day. He was world famous. Had a huge ego. He loved women, and uh, he was also very charismatic. And he was funny. He says if you read stories like Hop Frog, they have this sardonic, sick sense of humor. So that will be interesting. Hmm. And uh, we all love John Cusack, so there you go. He's dreamy. He is. And now, finally, uh, this will be the last thing, and then we'll get to the, uh, the new episode. The new episode, which is called uh, You Can Have an Orange Slice After, an Orange Wedge Afterwards, is the name of the episode. This is a show that I wasn't too sure about, because it's from the guy who brought us Paranormal Activity. Right. And he's doing a lot of his... You know, shaky camera stuff in this, but this sounds interesting to me. So I want you with an open oh, so mind. Oh, so it's original paranormal activity guy, <laughs> Oren Pelly. It's uh, yeah, yeah. Where's his name on here? I got him in the story. Yeah, Oren Pelly. Yes. yes. Uh, what it is is it's a show called The River. It's a TV series. Okay. Here's the plot. A beloved famous scientist named Emmett Cole has gone missing on an expedition in South Africa, uh, America, excuse me. After six months, his wife Tess and grown son Lincoln have given him up for dead. Until they get a call from his emergency beacon on a remote branch of the Amazon River. The only problem, they don't have the money to fund a rescue. Unless they invite a TV documentary crew to film their attempts to find Emmett. They have no choice but to let the world watch as they cope with incredible tragedy and pain. On top of that, it turns out that Emmett has disappeared because he was dabbling in Amazonian magic. As they work their way up the Amazon... Uh, the characters will stumble across more videotapes that he leaves behind, this guy Emmett, chronicling his encounters with magic and monsters and ghosts and stuff. Now, when I first heard that it was uh. this guy, I went, <clears throat> but I read that, and I'm like, that's cool. The other cool part is they're only outlining the script for the actors. Huh. Plot is all there, but the dialogue is pretty much ad-libbed because they said it it lends an air of realism to it and that's also very interesting i don't think i've ever seen that on a television show other than like a curb your enthusiasm or something like that not in a dramatic situation uh they said that there was one point where the boat got stuck on a mud bank and couldn't get off so they worked it into the story they filmed it the actors had to get in there and dig the boat out for real so, Magic realism. It's interesting. I, uh, it it kind of sounds like Land of the Lost meets Night Stalker. Yeah, in a way. They've positioned still cameras all over the boat. So the actors are, uh, you know, they'll catch them wherever they are. They don't have to play to a camera, which is also interesting. So I, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. I, I interviewed Orton Pelly at Sundance. Well, actually at Slamdance when uh, Paranormal... Paranormal Activity was there, and he's a bright guy, and I really don't blame him for what's happened to the Paranormal Activity movies after. Mm -hmm. That really is Paramount. And, oh, okay. And, and DreamWorks. I mean, sure, he cashed a big check and let them 
make prequels and sequels and such, but sometimes you have to sacrifice this wonderful project to get to do other things. Ab- that, absolutely, that you and and you can call them a sellout all you want, but if they offered you a million dollar check, you would sell out too. Yes, yes. I'm just saying. Selling out's not such a bad thing, kids. You just got to, you know, keep your eyes open about exactly. it. And, and, and be honest about it. Yes, be honest. All right. Uh, so there it is. That's the broken news. Unless you have uh, something real quick to add? Uh, well, I, I'll just say these two things from that came out of Comic-Con, and I'm super excited about the two, tit- right. two titles that are coming out that they announced. A new Defenders book by uh, Matt Fraction and Terry Dodson. Damn it. I know. Because you know I'll read anything that Matt Fraction, Jason Aaron, Ed Brubaker, and Bendis write. I, I'm just there, you know. And speaking of Jason Aaron, he is the new writer of The Incredible Hulk, which that, Mark Silvestri is going to do the art on. And, you know, I've been reading his Wolverine. I never thought I'd be buying a Wolverine book. Man, it's good. Yeah. Oh, he's just amazing. All right. Love you, Jason. Let's uh, let's get on with the episode. This new episode is uh, – uh, this new episode will get orange wedges afterward. Is the name of it. Recorded live at Bruvy's Cinema Pub. Please to enjoy. Do you crave the beep, beep, boop of new technology? Does your pulse quicken when you peel the shrink wrap of the new tech gadget? Are you everybody's tech go-to guy? The Newmont University in South Jordan is the college for you. With bachelor's programs in computer science, game, and web development, Newmont has compressed a traditional four-year degree into just two and a half intense years. And they deliver results with 90% of grads employed in their chosen fields within six months of graduation. For more info, visit www.newmont.edu or call us at 888-NEUMONT today. Hey, this is Dan, the Laptop Man for BC Laptops. I'm so excited. The new class-dominating 2012 PC Laptops Annihilator 767 has finally materialized. It has an amazing Intel Core i7 processor coupled with a blazing GTX 45 video subsystem, 16 gigs of RAM, and dual half a terabyte solid-state hard drives. Blam! Suddenly, you have the PC Laptops Annihilator 767. Whether you're running a powerful business, conquering the virtual gaming universe, or designing hyper-warp tachyon space-folding technology, you will be at an extreme advantage with the Annihilator 767. And best of all, PC Laptops laptop computers come with a lifetime service warranty. That means you're covered forever. And to make it extra sweet, we're doing zero down, zero interest financing, for a year. OAC. So get yourself an awe-inspiring Annihilator 767 at any one of our nine PC laptops locations right now or call us at 1-877-596-SAVE or check us out at PCLaptops.com. PC Laptops, we really love you. Oh, hello there. It's me, Kerry Jackson, the host of GeekShowPodcast.com and uh, also host of the Radio From Hell show on X96. All right, first of all, yes, you can advertise on Geek Show Podcast. Yeah, you can. We'll put together a little uh, commercial for you with some nice music behind it and maybe me saying nice things about your... And, uh, yeah, you can advertise on Geek Show Podcast. I want you to contact uh, Dustin Checkets, Tony Eccles, or myself at 801-524-2600. I mean, you know, the, the Geek Show Podcast fans, they're uh, they are very loyal. Uh, we can put together uh, an advertising uh, uh prospect for you if you're making your advertising plans for the new year i mean let's face it these people aren't reading the paper they're not seeing your billboards they're tivoing past your tv ads you'll be amazed at how affordable it is to advertise on geek show podcast so call dustin checkets tony eccles or me ask ask for any one of us at 801-524-2600 
2600 It's affordable, it's effective. It's GeekShowPodcast.com. That sounds like more than 120 characters. Shut up. <laughs> oh, no, it happened. He said it. But I was too young to fully understand the importance of working with Hulk Hogan. Hey, guys, want to go clean up garbage? It's really hard for pterodactyls to goose step, though. Godzilla, I love the Godzilla. Oh, you hit the run. Touchdown. There are a lot of Snow White projects. Wow. Jason, how do you feel about the prequels? Oh, you guys, come on. Let's get back so, to the fucking show. So, GeekShowPodcast.com and we are not in the basement. No, no we're not. Sure. What? We're at uh, Brewies yep. in Salt Lake City. So there's City. less alcohol because we're not at they won't house. Let us. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> they won't let us leave. <laughs> I'm going to go home. I just want to go home. I need to feed my dog. Uh, oh, poor Flynn. Uh, Geekshowpodcast.com and welcome to it. Uh, we are at Brewies Cinema Pub. The panel is here uh, starting over here on my right. Uh, Jimmy Martin, slugmag.com. Yay! Jeff Weiss, film critic to the world, Parallel Universe MSN. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, This Week in Geek. And This Week in Geek on In Magazine. And together they are the big movie mouth off. Yay. Look at The Comcast cable TV sensation. They big movie mouth kiss each other every week. They do. That, that, that's right, but we don't jerk off celebrities like other movie review shows. They only jerk off each other. Whoa. <laughs> With smiling faces. That's right. <laughs> You got uh, Lee George Cade over here on my right. Hey. Hey. Grimleys.com. Grimleys.com. Hey. Like us on Facebook. Win free stuff. The only guy who doesn't like our Facebook page. Huh? <laughs> this is the only guy who doesn't like I our Facebook I love your Facebook page. page. I go to it like daily. Mostly just to jerk off to pictures of you and Jeff. Jerking each other off. Yeah, mostly. Wow. So, so guys, awesome. come on. You. They're Jeez. trying. They're trying. Oh, they're, they're, uh, they're just pretty B. boys. Huh? Mr. B. Shannon. Hey, how's it going? I uh, got the summer off. Yep. With his RoboCop foot. With my RoboCop foot. You getting, uh, is that going to get uh, operated uh, on? It, op- it opens up and it Next summer. Comes out. Next summer? Yeah. It's You're going to limp around for a year? Uh, I just got fitted for like a $1,500 brace I'm going to have to wear for a year. RoboBoot. It's going to take me 10 weeks to recover from all the shit that can, they need to do to my foot. Can you put a wow. gun in the brace? Yeah. Huh? Can you put a gun in the brace? I wish I could. Or a, a fifth something. It's been a hard summer, guys. It's hard to be me. <laughs> It's not easy being I'm me. accidentally racist and shit. I almost get beat up. <laughs> I know. Stupid. Right. Scott Pierce, the Twitter sensation from the Salt Lake Tribune. Follow me on Twitter, at Scott D. Pierce. No periods in the middle there. I need followers. I need some more followers. Wow, that's a really fucking long tagline on Twitter. <laughs> Actually, my Twitter, the bio says I, that I'm much nicer in person than I seem in print. But <laughs> That sounds like more than 120 characters. Shut up. com slash blogs slash TV. He also uh, covers the sports, too. I do some of the sports stuff, too, yes. Nice. It seems very popular, and it keeps me employed. Yes. <laughs> yes. Ever, do you ever talk about the Minnesota Giants? The Minnesota Giants. They're yes. awesome. I did mention them once, and my <laughs> career was hanging by a thread. Um, the soccer score was 0-0 again. For six I'll see hours. you next You're week. You're so stupid. Five blogger and a pass. You're stupid. <laughs> and a pass. Run, 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 it doesn't matter. <laughs> Game match. I's a good reporter. I thought it was a cotillion. They played it on the pitch. Soccer they wear their boots. I thought four-year-olds played it. <laughs> four-year-olds played baseball, too. Do their moms still bring uh, orange wedges? No. No. <laughs> Do they get orange wedges after a you go, Roberto. Game at Rio Tinto Stadium? 
If the team loses, they still get ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> you're not stupid. You're fucking stupid. Oh! oh. I'm still going to get ice cream, so My I don't son care. hates you. I hate you. My family hates you. Oh, That's why oh, I piss me a lot when you sleep. Man. Uh, the designated driver of the Geek Show podcast, uh, Triple T. Hey. Too tall Tony. It's hey. Tony. <laughs> look at in the look in the camera. He's so embarrassed. Oh yeah, did you do the hey ladies? No, hey. I, I, no, no. I do it to every lady that's out here right now. Yeah, boom, simmer. There's, there's, oh. just, <laughs> there's yeah. just one over there. There's one. Just simmer. It, it was one. short. Is it some sort of sausage fest? What is this? The big bowl of dick soup. <laughs> Gary Jackson. Oh hi, how you doing? Yay! Um, I think my intro was the best ever. There. Remember <laughs> back when I didn't swear? Yeah, yeah. That's when he worked for those Mormons. I'm, I'm glad you used to work for the Mormons. I'm glad you came around. Yeah. Right. No, the Mormons. Uh, yeah, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com, because everything else at that time is just shit. Fuck them. No. Yep. All right. Uh, I love your new tagline. Uh, thank you. <laughs> so I'm trying to decide who the perfect woman is, and I think I may have discovered. My wife. Oh, what a kiss-ass answer. I was going to jump in with my girlfriend. Because the answer is obviously my wife. I'm trying to get some in 2011, so come on. I need a barf. Oh, wow, that's been a long dry stretch. (laughs) What problem is that 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 anyone who would marry any of you has to have a few deficiencies? Uh, Oh, no, it happened. He said it. Is that another retarded joke? I'm not looking to get married. Oh, my God, this show is so racist. With these girls. So, Rosario Dawson was my favorite. Uh, right? So that, even uh, though she was in Zookeeper, it's, she, she's even okay. Though, she, Lady's got to work. Wait, what'd she play? Did she play a Maricat? <laughs> she played one of the folds on Kevin James's twat. Uh, oh. <laughs> wow. Kevin James has a twat? This <laughs> just in. There you go, folks. It was in 3D. You wait three weeks, it'll be on TMZ wow. and then New York Times. We're classy, yeah, aren't it's, we? It's, it's also going to be in the London Sun, but it's going to say it has a twat. We're not in the three-mile zone. We're fine. As compared to Adam Sandler's twat, well, uh, Rob Schneider. Uh, in the uh, recent issue of GQ. Uh, I'm sorry, we can't discuss GQ. We live in one of the worst dressed cities in America. Well, well, I, as clearly witnessed I by this that shirt, by the way. I, I hate to tell everyone, but they were absolutely right. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> Uh, sorry. We get our underpants hey, yeah, for as I, God. As I look around here, they probably were. What the, they, they're describing. <laughs> wow. what they I like my T-shirts. Oh, I, I, t- I wasn't paying any attention to you. Jehovah's no. Secret. That was kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great place. That's where Don't we go. Don't tell shopping. anybody. Yahweh's Secret. Yahweh's oh, secret. but but if they can't go there, they go to Old Nauvoo. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. We need to make T-shirts. Mr. Moroni's. Mr. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, All right, so... uh, You're welcome, Mormon listeners. How about uh, brother... I just just thought J. Crew was already implied. Brother Brooks Brothers. Brooks Brothers. Brother Brooks Brothers. Brothers. (laughs) I like it. So anyway, uh, uh, GQ. Yes, sorry. Uh, An interview with Mila Kunis. Kunis. Ooh, that girl. Jesus, she needs to be spanked. Very, very. She's a bad girl. She needs to be spanked. Well, here's the interview with her that uh, I'm going to uh, read you some selections, and you'll see why she may be in contention with Rosario Dawson. Okay. The most perfect woman. All right. The interviewer says, uh, by telling me what it was like to act with William Shatner and Hulk Hogan, tell me about that. What? Oh, what? She was in 
Oh, yes. American Psycho 2 with Shatner. Oh, That's her okay. best. Oh, I never saw Both of their both best work. Was she in Suburban Commando? She was in Santa with Muscles. Oh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Your favorite Hulk Hogan movie. Man, there's so many good ones. It's so hard oh to choose. Oh, my God. Um, Three Ninjas Strike Back was shitty. <laughs> okay, that was a bad one. She said, I was too young to fully understand the importance of working with Hulk Hogan. <laughs> what? <laughs> there's no importance working with Hulk Hogan. <laughs> see why? She's funny, too. Yeah. Yeah. You see that? Uh, I thought he was just this huge man. Shatner was different. I'm a massive Trekkie, so that was crazy. Uh, He's exactly what you think he is. Skinny girls calling themselves massive is cute. So when did you get into Star Trek? I got into it in my late teens, 18, 19, 20, something like that. You know, last year. I got, <laughs> I got into it later than most people, Let's, but let's not talk about it in the past tense. I'm still a Star Trek fan. You never stop being one. Let me give you a rundown of the series in order, most favorite to least favorite. Oh, she, okay. she oh, oh okay. my gosh. Okay, okay. She just volunteered this information? Yes. Um, wow. Do you see why she this made is pin, the pin, daughter pin, I, This is the daughter I wish I had. I wish you had, too, and then I could have her. Yeah. <laughs> so, I so, so, kill so, you, so boy. Let, so let's hear her list. And you'd be related, then. <laughs> with Dad. So, so I, I hear thought her we list. already were, given okay. what we've done together. Uh, here, is, here is her list. Okay. So, so, uh, let's hear it. She says, okay, you should know this list is an ongoing argument between Seth MacFarlane and myself, because she does the voice of yeah, uh, Meg. Meg on yeah. Family Guy. But I have it. She's right, because Seth MacFarlane's stupid. <laughs> is he stupid or is he fucking stupid? Fucking stupid. I wish, okay. I wish I was Seth MacFarlane. I'll just say that. I just wish I had his money. So here's the list. Next Generation. Okay. Original Series. Then Voyager. Oh! At which point the GQ interviewer says, all right, you're already wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and she says, fuck, you and I are in trouble already. She said fuck? Yes. This always happens with Star Trek fans. After Voyager, then I have Deep Space Nine, no. the last Enterprise. That's, you switch. Voyager is last. No, that's when she Voyager's gets... last. And then you put. There's room Deep for Space argument Nine. with the rest no, of it. No, no. If she got topless, she'd go, No, you're absolutely right. You're like, Whatever, you're man. Absolutely fucking yep. right. Whatever, it, yes. whatever you say. There's really not much there, though. And then Shut up, like, Lee. Shut up, Jimmy. No, Lee Parker. raises a valid point. And, and then she made out with Natalie Portman and everybody's brain Tony, if you haven't model. seen tits, you don't know what they look like. That's true. I have the internet. <laughs> you know what's weird? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yes, but the face. bandwidth is all being taken up and by take Netflix. Your, take your um, safeguard off. One of, our, just fine. one of our listeners, Lola, who <laughs> from California, knows I've been having a rough summer and uh, uh, sent me a very special present in the mail. What was that? I got a box of tits in the mail. <laughs> wow. Yeah, like, they're like these little stress balls. Oh, They oh, look like okay. titties. I thought they were like... That was a pretty exciting present to get in the mail. (laughs) (laughs) One's black and one's white, so I threw away the black one. (laughs) No, I'm just joking. (laughs) But that was accidental. It was accidental. It was accidental accidental racism. All right. He's got him glued all over his table, and he just rolls around. Trying to explain that to the wife was kind of fun, though. He's like, so what you got there? And I was like... A box of titties. I got got a box of uh, titties here, honey. Who are they from? So, uh, from this hot chick that works at a place in California. and uh, Leave me alone! <laughs> Just let me go play with my titties! So, Mila Kunis goes further. Yes. Okay. Uh, did your Star Trek fandom extend further than to just watching the show? She says, I went to the Star Trek experience in Vegas maybe five years ago. I hung out with a bunch of the characters inside Quark's bar. There were all these actors pretending to be the different characters from the dish- uh, different shows, and I loved it. Please tell me you didn't go by yourself. No, I went with friends. I'm not that big of a loser. 
But I also have a signed Leonard Nimoy photo in a little frame that a girlfriend gave to me for my 21st birthday. And I've got a bunch of vintage Star Trek figures given to me by Jason Siegel. Oh, God, it's embarrassing. So when she said she had friends and she's not a loser, that means she's not a real Star Trek fan. Right. Oh, oh. Well, maybe she's not so perfect then. Because real friends, you know, real Star Trek fans, they don't go by themselves either. They all hop into that white minivan that's got USS Defiant spray painted on the side. Yes. <laughs> and they drive down together in their ill-fitting Star Trek uniforms with the nacho stains on the lapels. And then my mom made it for me. You <laughs> laugh at that, but 100 years ago when uh, uh, Deep Space Nine was premiering, they shuttled us to the Paramount lot in Chevy Lumina vans, which, if you remember, did have the big, long front end yes. that had Starfleet decals on the side <laughs> of the van. Oh, and people my. on the lot were pointing at us and laughing. I wasn't making fun of you. I'm making fun of the guys that actually had their own their mom's minivan spray-painted to oh. look like a Starfleet. And they, uh, they did a roadside cleanup just north of Ogden. Ends in butt crack? Yeah, it's, uh, it was fatty uh, chubby Bajor and the cholesterol Klingon. Chubby Bajor. Yep. And and they would they would get together and they clean up. They'd be out there, you know, all nine hundred pounds between the three of them, uh, cleaning up trash uh, over by Willard Bay <laughs> with their with their with their uh, minivan that looked like a runabout. When you say clean up trash, are we talking about picking people up? Well, they, no. no, they wanted the, the the sign that said this section of the freeway is kept clean by USS Defiant, and, USS. Then, it, and then and then it said Starfleet, Starfleet. This is oh my late eighties early nineties. Okay, yeah. it was special. Hey guys, want to go clean up garbage? <laughs> There's not a new truck movie this year. We have to keep awareness at an all time high. Set <laughs> clean up trash. Set phasers to cleanliness. Yeah. <laughs> you don't drive oh, by no. throwing garbage at them. Uh, this what, makes what's this? So Someone left this balloon with some fluid in. Oh, it's a condom. Be careful. It was just tastes like cherries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's got a filling that squirts in your mouth. <laughs> Put this. This is so good. Put this back in the rep- in the replicator. It's not done yet. No. <laughs> no. Tastes like my uncle. Is Computer, what is it? Analyze. <laughs> is this some sort of earth fish? How did you guys? You all sound like nomad. <laughs> Exterminate. <laughs> All right. Exterminate. Uh, oh, uh, speaking of Doctor Who, I have some uh, Doctor Who news. Speaking oh, the Doctor yes. Who. The show. Doctor? What? What? Who? Who? I've got a little bit of Doctor New- Doctor Who news. Doctor Who news. I'm you, still you... in this fork. What? Shut the fuck uh, up. Just read your news. This dude. is why we can't go to nice places. What's so special about that fork? Yeah, I don't know. It's free. Shut the fuck up. All You're right. going to look. Uh, I've got the first uh, tantalizing details. Tantalizing. From Doctor Who's. Uh, Hitler episode, which is coming. And it's, I hope ca- it, it's called. It's we, a, what is it called? We gotta kill Hitler. Or it's, it's called. called let's it's called, kill Hitler. Doctor Who at yeah. the Republican National Convention. Inglorious Bastards. It's called Let's Kill Hitler, and it's oh. a musical. Uh, let's see. Um, da, 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 da. In the desperate search for Melody Pond, the TARDIS crash lands in 1930s Berlin, bringing the Doctor face to face with the greatest war criminal in the universe. Oy vey. And Hitler. And Hitler. Hitler. Wow. That's, wow. The it, that's the way it's written. That's a twist. Ew. Uh, the doctor must teach his uh, adversaries that time travel has responsibilities, and in so doing learns a harsh lesson in the cruelest warfare of all. Okay, so it's Michael Bay and Hitler. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> doctor Who versus Hitler. Uh, okay. What about the dinosaurs? I want the dinosaurs in there, too. Oh, I'm sure they'll figure a way to do Nazi dinosaurs. That's uh, mm. all the rage these days. It's really hard for pterodactyls to goose step, though. Speaking of, uh, tiny little legs. Or salute. Yeah. Speaking of uh, <laughs> speaking of dinosaurs, just uh, John McCain. What? 
Nice. Coming up here on the 31st, of course, we've got uh, here oh, at Ruby's. Yes. It's free, 5 p.m. on the 31st. We're playing uh, the John McCain experience. We are. <laughs> As a man, yes. And, and that movie is called Godzilla 2000. I will not raise taxes. Yes. Free with Jurassic Park, the first one. Now, Godzilla 2000 is a guy in a suit. We just we need to point yeah. that out. It's not the one with uh, Matthew Broderick. Not Matthew Broderick. Yes, and, and I repeat, if you have not seen Godzilla 2000, it ends with this line. There's a little Godzilla in each of us. <laughs> it's so funny. Yep. That's its deep philosophical message. What did message. we learn today? Yeah, I don't know, but I'm worried. We, have, we like to step on buildings sometimes. I'm worried about the whole tsunami and the nuclear meltdown and all that kind of stuff. Sometimes I breathe I think fire. Clearly, Godzilla is coming our way. I think everyone's forgotten about that. Sometimes I give birth to a Riken, father a child named Godzuki who can only <laughs> blow smoke rings. Can I tell a true John McCain story? Well, I have more Godzilla stuff, but oh. go ahead. John McCain was at my little press tour thing because mm-hmm. they made a movie about him. His, you know, based on his uh, "I'm in the prison camp" book. And Isn't it Ed Harris playing him? And he was on A&E, and he told us about how proud he was to be on A&E because of their fine programming, because apparently he'd never actually watched A&E, <laughs> and was unaware of things like Dog the Bounty Hunter, and his huh. questions were asked, it became more and more clear he had not a clue. I no. so, so he's a typical politician. Yeah. I yeah. thought you were going to tell POW stories. Damn it, Scott. <laughs> you want to know how my arms got so tiny? <laughs> Honey, I was spliced with a Tyrannosaurus, and this is yeah! and this is how you get a watch out of your ass. <laughs> That's a night in the box. <laughs> we did compare, you know, experiences because I told him about being here on the podcast. Oh, honey, oh. why do we keep my medicine up on the top shelf? Could we stop that? Uh, Godzilla, Godzilla, I love oh. the Godzilla. Uh, David Goyer, oh. David Bowie. David Goyer. David Goyer. Uh, who has uh, written... Hey, he wrote the first two Blade uh, movies. I know, but he also did uh, Flash Forward. Did he direct Forward. the third one? Uh, he uh, he did. also wrote The Unborn. But, uh, Flash he, Forward. He co-wrote the screenplay for Batman Begins. Flash Forward. Dark Knights. Largely rewritten by Christopher Nolan. And Dark Knight Forward. Rises. So you don't like Flash Forward, Scott? Flash Forward. Uh, he's also... Uh, Scott's uh, help, broken. Hit him. Helping with the Man <laughs> of Steel. About the Superman movie? Mm-hmm. Don't hit me, I'm fragile. But uh, uh, Legendary Pictures has uh, asked him to write the screenplay for a new Godzilla. So Godzilla will talk like... Now, to be honest to, to, or about David Goyer, my impression is that David Goyer is good at structuring screen stories and can't write dialogue to fucking save his life, so people come in and doctor his scripts... And punch them up like John and Chris Chris Nolan did on the Batman movies. Because everything that uh, Goyer has done by himself that has his credit on it sucks. Well, by forward? Seriously, he is... David Goyer is a studio hack. He is. Well, that's very harsh. Yeah. Like borderline rude. I'd like never... to sign up to be a studio hack. <laughs> I, 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 oh, you're never going to get him on the big movie mouth off now. <laughs> and I understand that he was a great movie. <laughs> yeah, that exactly. Was really good. 
Um, really, 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 really good. But uh, he's he's going to write it, and they have a director, mm-hmm. Gareth Edwards, the guy who made oh, Monsters. Edwards, Can yeah. I ask you a Which question? Which is a great movie. If you haven't seen Monsters, check that out on Netflix. That's, I think we've already talked about it before. Can I ask you a question? Thing. Is it going to be another DM origin story? Probably. I'm sure it will be. It says, <laughs> it says here uh, that the a little uh, lizard from outer space ends up on a little Japanese farm. It says they want to approach the Godzilla <laughs> mythology in the most authentic manner possible. So he'll be like a lizard in high school. His, his lizard mom will be hot. <laughs> it's like, oh, everybody wants to just hang out with my hot lizard mom. Man. Oh, my God. I Why does anybody respect me, mom lizard? <laughs> Why do my shorts have such <laughs> tiny sleeves? <laughs> I don't want to shop at John McCain's store anymore. It's so hard to reach my plate. <laughs> I just want to sit and listen to goth music. Gothzilla. Gothzilla. That's where I was what a good band he's, a, name. he's a cutter. Uh, will they call him by I'd his cut, real name? I'd cut, my, I'd cut myself, but my arms are too short. I would, uh, I would smash the city, but i got to listen to The Cure and cut myself. How did they decide to take I hate Gojira? He's so popular. <laughs> how, how did they take Gojira and make it into Godzilla? Why did they do that, Jeff? Because uh, I don't know. Godzilla sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Yes. I, yeah. Plus, Aren't plus, they making like some some Rodan or Mothra or something movie? Probably. Uh, it's actually well, Rodan, the Impressionist painter versus Mothra. It's gonna be the <laughs> best <laughs> movie ever. It's gonna be, it's gonna be like fifteen seconds long. Yeah. I'm really he, he thinks to that. a lot. Yeah. I don't um, know. I was going to paint something, but I think I'm just going to fight this giant moth. Uh, d- d- t- to be honest, I I think Gojira turned into Godzilla because everything needs a little god in it. Ah, uh, so tonight, on all, tonight on All Things Considered, the Rodan movie. <laughs> all right. And speaking of God, we're a religious what? show. Oh, yeah. We're okay. Up, okay. We're okay. God okay. in? Uh, I've got a uh, project here that's being made called Yes. God's Behaving Badly. Ooh. Okay. Is that God apostrophe S or God's as in more than one? God's, okay. How would you like to see Christopher Walken play Zeus? I I like that very much. I don't really want to see Christopher Walken do anything. Hey. Oh, boo. If he he doesn't have a watch up his ass, I don't care. (laughs) I love that scene. (laughs) So Um, Perseus. Okay, how would you like to see Zeus, Christopher Walken versus... Hades, played by John Turturro. Yes, yes, okay. yes. Okay, that would be good. Oh no, no, no! Yes. Actually, no, because everyone knows John Turturro can only play Jesus. Nobody <laughs> misses the Jesus. All right, so this is uh, this is a uh, it's it's happening. It's a movie based on the novel by Marie Phillips, and uh, they've got other. You're not going to like this so much. Other immortals will be played by yes. Aphrodite will be played by Sharon Stone. Was it oh. was it filmed thirty years ago? Yeah, what's it's a time heck? travel film. What the heck? Sure, no. we've got this idea. Okay, Thirty years okay. Now. <laughs> now, now this might be funny. Apollo, yes, played by Oliver Platt. Ah, yeah, yeah, that's fine. So he's a squishy. What? He's a squishy Apollo. I was going to say this is going to be like it's going to be very expensive for all the special effects. Artemis will be played by Edie Falco. I like her. Demeter will be Felicia Rashad. <laughs> what? These see, people this is, are all in their fifties and sixties. It sounds like it sounds like the Love Boat, see, but they're gods. Exactly. It started off great, and then it just kind of went. <laughs> Who the fuck is Charo playing? They're, they're I can go to this movie to feel. I can go to this movie <laughs> to feel Grandy. young. Where's Fred Grandy and fucking Ruth Buzzy? Where's she? If, if everybody has a Wayland mustache, Tenning's it'll be all right. <laughs> Ruth Buzzy owns Fred. a farm in Texas, and I know that. And it's what true. the fuck? No. Fred Grandy will be playing the Mormon Jesus. Uh, let's see. Then there is uh, 
Uh, Dionysus will be Nelson Ellis. I don't know who that is. The rest Nelson of these, Ellis I'm, is except the, for Persephone by Rosie Perez. That's the only other yeah. one that I know. <laughs> red, red Buttons is going to play. <laughs> Nelson Ellis plays uh, the black gay guy in True Blood. So the, uh, the oh, yeah? oh, yeah. oh, yet. Oh, he's Lafayette. good. He's good. Oh. Uh, so the plot of the thing is mm-hmm. is uh, a young couple played by Alicia Silverstone and Eben Moss Backrack. Oh, wait, you said young couple? Yeah, I know. <laughs> How old is Alicia Silverstone? She's like 60. 72. <laughs> and she's pale because she only eats sand. She's still pissed. She never got nipples on her I was 53 and clueless. Uh, it's about a young couple who encounter a full palapony of gods living in, a, in it, living in a New York brownstone. So it's like a building full of these uh, gods. Maybe it's panoply. It's panoply. panoply. Thank you. So, so Apollo's got his broomstick and going, Hey, Zeus, keep it down! <laughs> it's I a think, full-on tilapia of gods. I think that's what you're going to get. I mean, I mean, my God, if these people get paid like $100 for every year they are old, it'll be a very expensive movie. <laughs> I, I know. I try to make a palapony first thing in the morning before I get in the shower. <laughs> oh, <damn>. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's better that before you get in the shower than Oh, you're... right. Or in the shower, right? You don't want to make a palopony in the shower. No, that, that happens when you hit 50. <laughs> Oliver Platt would know. He would. All you know, right. There's blood in my palopony. <laughs> Jesus. Is that bad? Yeah. After these messages, we'll be right back. Palopony. Are we only halfway done? <laughs> Got to tell you about secretcompasscollectibles.com. They're for the serious collector serious geek. Of course, you're listening to geekshowpodcast.com. That makes you a serious geek, I guess. Collectibles Company, they wanted me to tell you they have new pre-order Captain America products. Uh, These are available for pre-order through secretcompasscollectibles.com now. With the movie out, this is going to be, they're going to go quickly. The 21-inch Captain America premium format figure movie version. Highly detailed mixed-media statue with actual clothing. That's available. Captain America 12-inch figure from Hot Toys, the movie version, also available for pre-order. Captain America 1.1 scale bust from Sideshow. This is the comic book version. All of them limited edition products expected to sell out fast. So, uh, oh, Also, keep your eyes peeled on uh, secretcompasscollectibles.com's website for Avengers merchandise in the coming months. They've got lots of stuff from Star Wars, Brian. Oh, they, uh, Star Trek stuff. They have my captain's chair. Lord of the Rings, you name it. I, I hope they don't uh, mind me saying collectibles porn is what it really is. Go to secretcompasscollectibles.com and tell them Geek Show says hey. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, where you will be seeing more and more of Shannon Barnson. That's right. Because of the DC revamp. I'm going to get all 52 of those things. I'm going to get a hold there, my first hold. Uh, If you get a hold there, you get 10% off every purchase over $20. And let's be honest, that's most of us. Am I going to get 10% off my disappointment, sir? (laughs) That... Dave cannot guarantee. But, uh, yeah, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, 2043 (sighs) East, 3300 South. Go and see him. uh, Get a hold while you are there. That means that he'll just grab the comics for you. You don't have to be there on Wednesday. But not only comics, uh, I believe he will pull toys for you. He gets toys for me. Uh, T-shirts. Statues. All of that kind of stuff. If you look in the previews magazine, you see something you want. Dave will pull that stuff, put it in your hold. And get it for you. So uh, 2043 East, 3300 South, go and see Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. And uh, look for members of the Geek Show podcast while you are there. uh, Dr. Volt's is Utah's number one comic book store, in my humble opinion. Friendliest. And be sure to tell them Geek Show says hey. Uh, This half of the Geek Show podcast brought to us by our favorite, uh, is it (laughs) football team? 
I think they're base. They're, bases ball? They're Lacrosse. a baseball team. Bases ball. The Minnesota Giants. Minnesota, the Minnesota Giants. <laughs> Minnesota Giants. Yeah. Go Giants. Oh, I can't. Oh, you hit the run. Touchdown. I like to watch them get their goals and all the things that they do. And their points. <laughs> and their goals. Yeah. And the sports. Sports. Slam dunk. And go team. <laughs> Slam. Right. Very good, eh? So there are a lot of Snow White projects. Why? You are fucking kidding, Carrie like Jackson. Four or five of them, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm actually starring as Snow White in one of them. Really? Yeah. I'll go see that. One. Blueberries. What? No, that wasn't. No, no that wasn't blueberries. That was remotely topical. It's, it's called Snow White gets chemo. Okay, it was. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it's called steroid white. Calling blueberries on your blueberries, Scott. Yep. Oh, it's a double so. blueberry. You are not allowed to talk. Shut up, child. <laughs> I don't have to. No, take I was going to say he can get a word in edgewise. Brian isn't here. Yeah. Get back here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, you made me start. You know. It, <laughs> wow. Look, he looks worried. We just you know, made fun of Brian. It, or we don't look worried. It's okay. Yeah. We, we do it all the time when yeah. he's here. Yeah. Jason doesn't ever make fun of Brian. Don't fucking worry. It's okay. <laughs> ever. Wow. Jason, how do you feel about the prequels? Oh, yay! Yay! We're going to have you shoot every show now. <laughs> when we ask a young how they feel about Star Wars, no. Lucas, Spielberg, anything, we expect seven minutes of in-depth commentary. So if you want well, to you don't understand how the pod race works. What uh, they're trying to show is that Anakin is actually a fast individual. No, no, really. Oh, jeez, you guys, come I on. I spent the first 22 is, years of my life in a box with nothing but Steven Spielberg and George Lucas movies to watch. I, is, is maybe he, that's the truth. Maybe that's the you truth. Know what? I cannot describe the disappointment when I was on the Star Tours ride when the fucking pod race came up. I listen, was, oh, listen. It's a, met, it's a metaphor. Okay. For what? That's douchiness? Just, no, that's what you say when you want to defend something that you yeah. don't really. Hey, Look, you just don't get it, all it's right? It's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. We'll call them tone poems and get it over. Is them. that Brian's brother? Yeah, stupid. Welcome really? to the conversation, Tony. <laughs> he doesn't look anything like him. No, no. Everybody goes through this. That's because no. he doesn't have a beard tattoo on his face. Oh, okay. He got all the looks. And he's not wearing plaid. One of them was left on a porch. Of the family to find. <laughs> oh, you guys, come on. Let's get back so, to the fucking show. So what, oh, back to the show. Yes, because this isn't the show going all over the place. willy-nilly. <laughs> is, is, is this the show? <laughs> um, I, did, I did ask that last time, didn't I? So we got Snow White and the Huntsman. Right. Hunts, hunts, hunts. He's Who's the, the Huntsman. <laughs> Down the luck. Action the luck. Sounds like a porno. <laughs> Go on, I like uh, a porno. A musical porno. No, if it was a porno, you'd have to change the H to a C. Go yeah, on, uh, <laughs> go on YouTube, probably, and do Huntsman Freakazoid, and you'll see what we're talking. about. I like about. to watch the clownfish. I Tony and I. Are Tony's going to do that right now because he's a little bored. Yeah, I, just, I, just watched, uh, I just watched. I just watched Omega Man last night, and you want to talk about all the lines from the Huntsman showing up yeah. in this movie? See if you uh, if you ever wondered what old Chuck Heston would look like as the Green Arrow. Mm-hmm. This is what the huntsman is. <laughs> What's a guy got to do to find a little action around this town? <laughs> <laughs> he was. He was a. Never mind. Uh, so never yeah. mind. Snow White and the Huntsman. Okay. Um, yes. I've, I've just given you a reason to go see it. You've heard about the dwarves. Yep. Right. What? No, I haven't. Oh, what? okay. Uh, you've got like Ian McShane and yeah. Bob Hoskins. Are playing dwarves? Yeah. Are playing dwarves. Are they going to shrink them? What the fuck? They're going to cut they're, their legs off? Shrink- it's Hobbit style. Shrink okay. them down. Now, Eddie Izzard was cast, but he dropped out. Oh, did he? Oh, fuck. He did. Wait, hold. They didn't have I, a cross-dressing dwarf in the... Pro- but, well, they've added taking his place. Okay. You're going to love this. 
Uh-huh. Nick Frost. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> See, I thought they were. In, I thought they were in together, but that you know. I'll take a Nick Frost over. Nick uh, Frost uh, from Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz. Come on, Dwarfs, let's go get those cocksuckers. He will, <laughs> uh, he'll be uh, one of the... one of the. I, I, they think he's playing Gus. Gus? Gus, Gus, the, Gus dwarf? the Dwarf? Now, these are from the original stories. They, uh, they weren't no named Gus. Happy, no Sleepy, Gus the Dwarf. All that. There wasn't? No. There wasn't? There was there a just character named Gus in the name Grimm's was, Fairy Tales? It no, says it was here. No. Now, I think maybe they're mistaking him from Gus the Mouse from Cinderella. It says here there was a, no, there's one called Tiberius. There's one called Gus. Uh-huh. I don't know. I've never yeah, read yeah, yeah, who cares? Who cares? All I care is Ian McShane's going to play a fucking dwarf. That's awesome. Right? I think he's the lead dwarf. He is. Yeah. He is. Uh, he's I, like the doc of the cast. He's going to say cunt a lot. Yeah. yeah. I think his name's Swearage and the Dwarf. Get over Swinton. here, Woo. I thought it was cunty. Is there going to be a dwarf named Woo? I hope I so. Hope. I got to stay. Dude, I got to stay away from race. I'm done with race. Uh, you're accidentally racist, though. Staying away. There's a big difference. I love everybody. Except. He just likes white people more. <laughs> Most of them, asshole. <laughs> I said, yep. Uh, is anyone watching uh, The True Blood? Yes. yes. Yeah. I haven't started I have yet. three more episodes at uh, home. You have to power through those first two episodes. Really? They were they I heard it sucks. Yeah. Is that right? I was not digging the first two. Because I just did the first two as well. Do they go to Fairyland? Oh. Is that the, the bullshit <laughs> That's they're doing? the first no, episode. No, get... Uh, do you still have it on your DVR? Or yeah. You watch episode three. I think you'll like it. Okay. Because what happens, and obviously this is, everybody's already seen it that watches it, except for you. You know, when, when they find, uh, when she finds Eric walking down the street. Yeah. And he doesn't know anything. He's got amnesia. <laughs> what a soap opera. Oh, turn no, 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 really? No, it's so funny, though. It's oh. really funny the way they're handling it, because he's just a big dope now. Ooh. <laughs> it's great. I, actually, I think this proves what a great actor he is. Yeah, and, and, because um, he looks different. Yeah, he does. He looks all like innocent, and like durr, durr. really. At one point, he's wearing Seriously. some. One point, he's wearing some of Jason Stack Stackhouse clothes. Yeah, it's you know, hilarious. Like, like a cut off. Uh, the sleeves cut off a t-shirt, uh, a plaid a, shirt, and, and then, then, like the sleeves cut off a, uh, and a hoodie, shiny and, and shiny gym basketball shorts. shorts. <laughs> now, the last one I saw was uh, they had Jason tied up to a bed. Oh, yeah, that's gross. And that shit's fucked and the, up too. The Panther ladies were raping him. Yeah. yeah. They gave him Mexican Viagra so that he Yeah, could, that's you know, the third one. And that, that's the third one? Yeah. Okay. This right. stuff, I thought this that was stuff the movie comes tabloid. Out, well, no. It, I mean, this stuff all comes <laughs> out of the books, but it's it's weirdly mixed up. <laughs> How many of the books have you read? Five, anyway. Five? Okay. Can, uh, I mean, the, part, the, the books are far less violent and bloody far less and sexy. far less Is there a panther sex. raping in the books? No. There, you, this, okay. <laughs> yes, that actually. That is really? so weird. The, the big difference between the books and the and the... TV show is that the book is all um, Sookie's in every scene. Right. So a lot of the stuff that happens, she finds out about later. Yeah. So that everything that happens to <laughs> so Jason. Like Jason comes home three days later and goes, Holy shit, you're never going to believe what happened to me. No, but Jason is missing for a long time in the book, and then they find out that this what has happened, happened to him. Yeah. And it's, it, it's I feel different. so dirty. I got yeah. raped by Panther ladies. See, according to Kat, the books just get ridiculous. And she's like, really? I hope the show doesn't go this direction. Well, I don't know. I think the books are a lot calmer and less ridiculous they're than more, the, than yeah, the TV show. Well, well, apparently this season's gotten more ridiculous, and I haven't watched it yet. So. Uh, well, according to uh, uh, Charlene Harris, the, yep. who wrote uh, the book? she says that uh, the 13th will be the last, the last yeah. of the Sookie mm. Stackhouse. Sookie! Have Sookie. you ever seen her talk or, or just give any speech? She sounds like a down-home mom who would just put apple yes. pie on the, on the yes. windowsill. Yep. 
She sounds like what's her face from the, the show. Oh, seriously, the first. How y'all doing? How y'all? Only, oh my god, you like only, that part? I only read the first two books. There's nothing really more hardcore than you get out of a regular. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd let I'd let a teenager read them. I would. Just, not, it's uh, not any worse than the romance novels he reads every day. Every day, and well, the ones that I write every night. That's what just blows me away about this girl. I say girl. This lady, because she's like, yeah, I wrote some uh, panther raping scenes. It's all right. <laughs> And he deserved it. <laughs> Listen, I've I've heard about the panther rape, and it goes on. That's See, all right. I'm just writing the truth. I get in trouble. At, you, I get Daddy. in trouble at home because one of my daughters has read books and the other is not. And I went, "Is Jason a wear panther yet?" And it's like, "Dad, you get stuff away." So and he totally does. Away. Your daughter's yeah. Cartman. Yeah, Dad. Hey, Dad. Yeah, Dad. He's done his dad. I would never. I would never have let my children anywhere near the podcast when they were the age of your children. But yeah, <laughs> can I ask uh, one one question on the on the episodes that have come out already? Is Tara back? Yes. Yeah. God Ugh. damn it! Ugh. No, She's the good. shittiest no, actress. it's so good because yes. they turned her into a fucking lesbian they turned cage into a lesbian. fighter. She's the gay one. She's a yes. lesbian cage fighter. <laughs> I heard that. I heard that a major character became gay. All See, of but a this is this is an example of how different this is because. That character is very minor in oh, the, I know. in yeah, the yeah. books, and she's white, and she owns a dress shop, and she's hardly in it. She's not a lesbian cage fighter. No. So wow. they call her the box. So, so how do they explain that she go that she's all of a sudden you know does she catch a case again? Because I mean, what the fuck? once you get held captive and repeatedly raped by a vampire, you will be a lesbian. Are you too would be a lesbian. So. I'm a lesbian right now. Yeah. Just thinking, <laughs> I love uh, women. I love pussy. <laughs> You should do cage fight. You're disgusting. You should think about it. I'm gonna cage fight and you dig down on pussy. By, by, <laughs> the, by, by, by the way, Carrie, I did some internet search and, and uh, yes, in the Grimm's fairy tale, the seven dwarves did not have names. They did not have names. Wow. Okay, well then this one is there uh, is going to be nothing of this show on Comcast. Not there's like, no dwarf called cocksucker. Cocksucker. <laughs> hey, woo! Look at those cocksuckers over there. What, what's, that? what's your name, little man? My name's Pussy Lips. Guess why? Once we kill the witch, we'll feed her to the pigs, woo. <laughs> All right. That'd um, be neat. Uh, let's see. Now I got some, uh, some Wonder Woman news. Wonder Woman. Uh-huh. I hear there's a TV show. I want to see the pilot. I'm hoping I agree. Some, I want to see a bootlegger at Comic-Con selling this. I heard they destroyed it. No, no, really? It really? Did, Erased it from memory. It, it committed. It committed suicide. <laughs> well, the uh, self-destruct. <laughs> the uh, the woman who got the Wonder Woman title Adrian from Friday Night Lights, Adrian Palacki, yeah. is going to be in the GI Joe sequel mm-hmm. as Wonder Woman as no, Lady J. <laughs> That'd be a weird twist, huh? Uh, she will be Lady J. Lady J turns around three times and she's wearing a tiara. <laughs> she just ah, flies by her invisible weird. jet. <laughs> what the fuck was that? I don't know. I, I didn't. I, wow. Now the Wonder Woman movie. Yes. Maybe. Um, if you want to see a Wonder Woman movie made... I don't really want to. Send a dollar to Lee Cade. That's <laughs> CitizenCade at Yahoo.com. I have no. PayPal. You need to go and see, first, the Logan's Run movie. Why? The old Logan's Run? Logan's no, they're, Run? No, they're, they're remaking this, it. This guy named uh, Nicholas Winding Renton. <laughs> Ref- they're, they're, they're changing <laughs> it. Uh, okay. Pat yeah. him on the back. Pat him on the back. He, everybody over the age of seventeen yeah. has to die. Uh, he who who made a really good uh, prison movie called Bronson with Tom Hardy. Oh, yes. okay. He is making the Logan's Run movie, and if it performs well, 
they usually give a director carte blanche to do what they want. Oh. He says that if he if it does well and he gets to pick a project, he will do a Wonder Woman movie. Oh. So I there's just, the there's the trade off. I just hope he casts somebody better than the. Uh... Well, he has uh, picked someone. Oh really? Is For it... Logan's run, Logan's run. For Wonder Woman. Oh. Oh. Uh-huh. Okay. And you're going to think I'm crazy because I love this woman. Oh, I know who it is. But it's a terrible choice. Rosario yes. Dawson. No, no, I know. I, that would uh, be good. Roseanne Barr. <laughs> it's Titties McGee. Yep. <laughs> Christina Hendricks. Yeah! Oh. I want to see that bitch run. She's I want to see old. her try to run for three feet. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> she will trip and fall on her face. No, she, no, wants she to, won't. She'll knock herself out. I she, want to no, just say, back. she'll be fine. She, she wants is to play. better looking in person than she is on TV. What? Wow. That is wow. wow. She's gorgeous. That's she a is. mighty bold statement. I don't care. She's a much better casting choice than that kid from Jerry Maguire. Isn't that who they cast... Oh, Jonathan Lipnicki. Jonathan Lipnicki is going to be Wonder, Wonder Woman? Woman? Yeah. Well, that's Adrian Palicki, Jonathan oh, Lipnicki. Oh, oh, sorry. I get, I get mixed up. I got it. I got it. They, they both have huge tits. So. Well, you're kind of <laughs> no, racist no, no. against Je- East Europeans. Accidentally totally. racist. Um, it, she says, I, I want to play Wonder Woman. I want her to play Wonder Woman. I've been Wonder wanting Woman. to wear that outfit my whole life. I want you to wear that. I think her husband's been wanting her to wear that outfit I think for her Maybe she life. needs to do some test shots. Do you know who her husband is? Fred Armisen. Yeah, it's the, the, the Fred Armisen. Super Troopers. No, it's not Fred Armisen. Oh, it's uh, Jeffrey Arendt. Yeah, he that, looks, he yeah. looks like Fred the Armisen. L- the lurpy yeah. dude from Super Troopers. He's Did you know that the red hair, that she's really a blonde? Really? Mm-hmm. That's that's been a big thing. Uh, was the chick that's going to be in the next Spider-Man movie? She's really Emma Stone, Stone. too. They, the the blondes are dyeing their hair red, so they'll be taken more seriously in Hollywood. Is that right? Yeah. I will take mm-hmm. Emma Stone any way possible. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, final word on Christina Hendricks. She yes. said, uh, "I had Wonder Woman under rose." <laughs> on right now. Does she have one right now? Leave no? that uh, in your head there. Let you it's just... in both my heads. Let that kind of marinate. Let <laughs> that kind of marinate. I'll marinate her. I can't get it out. Marinate that one in your brain. Uh, let's see. We'll uh, we'll wrap things up here uh, real quick with good because uh, Tony's so bored. He's just randomly pushing buttons over there now. I know. I'm not. <laughs> he, he thinks he thinks he's turning down Brian. <laughs> he's not here. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, but he's at some see. convention and his words won't come out of his mouth now. <laughs> I'm not sure what uh, what Tony I sh- should talk more. He has a really good radio voice, don't you think? Oh, I yeah. think so too. Thanks. And I think he should do his Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. More get down. Often. Oh, all right. here. Since you've got Arnold Schwarzenegger, I've got a you've Schwarzenegger got... story. Really? Ooh, accidental segue. Woo. Yeah. Schwarzenegger is... Are you one of his illegitimate children? Yes. Okay. Schwarzenegger has got uh, this uh, toxic problem. He's uh, Nobody wants to necessarily go near him. It's because I've been fathering children. It's called gonorrhea. Just because he, he boned an ugly, lumpy yeah. lady? Heep. Lumpy space Heep. princess. Yeah. Um, he's uh, actually got something that he's going to be doing. Uh, the synopsis uh, sounds like a Schwarzenegger 1980s movie, mm-hmm. uh, like a Commando or Running Man. He will star as Sheriff Owens in The Last Stand. Hello, my name is Sheriff Owens. Say it. Hello, my name is Sheriff Owens. <laughs> <laughs> a man... I'm from the East Coast. A man who has resigned himself to a life of fighting what little crime takes place in a sleepy border town called Somerton Junction. Where do you live again? Somerton Junction. <laughs> this, is after, this is after leaving his LAPD post, followed by a bungled operation that left him racked with failure and defeat after, after his partner was crippled. I got racked. <laughs> 
After a spectacular escape from an FBI prisoner convoy, the most notorious wanted drug kingpin in the hemisphere... Casey Anthony. ...is hurtling... <laughs> ...is hurtling toward the border at 200 miles per hour in a specially outfitted car with, a, the- with a hostage and a fierce army of gang members. Get to the specially outfitted car. <laughs> the kingpin is headed, as it turns out, straight for your town. What the fuck? Why would they go there? Where a whole, because an old guy is the sheriff. Where the whole of U.S. law enforcement will have their last opportunity to make a stand and intercept them before they slip across the border forever. Forever? Why, why would anybody run away to the safety of Mexico? At first. You know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Let's run away to the safety of Mexico. Like, oh, we got killed. He's yeah. a drug lord. Does it matter? The drug, the drug cartels are at war. It's going to be a bullfight. He'll act like he's going to block him, and right when they come, he goes, Boom! At first reluctant to become involved and then counted out because of the perceived ineptitude of his small-town force. And in fact that he's old. Uh, Schwarzenegger ultimately accepts responsibility for one of the most daring face-offs in cinema history. So they're going to wow. remake Face-Off? But read who's directing it. Who's going to direct didn't me? didn't see that. Where is it? Right here. Oh. Oh, Kim huh? Directed by Kim Ji-Woon. Oh, oh no shit. Yeah, the good, the bad, and the weird director. Yeah. That is you finally watched wow. that? that yeah, a, I have watched that. That is a so fun good. fucking movie. Okay, so maybe, maybe, maybe. That makes me a tad a, more interesting. A little yeah. happy, does it? Hell yeah. I've been waiting for Arnold to come back to the screen for a long time. I don't give a shit if it sucks. I just want him back. And that guy, and that guy why? can direct some Seriously, action. why? Because why? I grew up on all the sports movies awesome. and I want him back. Yeah. And that guy's why you love Shatner. I don't give a shit if he's a fucking governor. I want to give you a high five, Jimmy, but I'm too far away. Across the room, high five. There you go. See, I disagree. I think he's he's Tom Cruised himself. That he didn't jump on Oprah's no couch, way. dickhead. No, he jumped on the maid. Yeah, <laughs> repeatedly. Yeah. What yeah. actor? Yes, he jumped the maid? on. Most her. of them are pretty fucked. I think that he You can argue about what he did. I don't think you can argue that he's Tom Cruised himself. Have he's, you seen what he sleeps with normally? Maria Shriver looks like fucking Skeletor. I go fuck the fat maid. So, so this is a discussion of people's looks. This isn't a discussion of. How he cheated on his wife and lied to the forty million well, voters. No, we bet money that she cheated I, on him too. No, because clearly, just, oh my god, no, do you work for the news of the world? No, yes. clearly, did if, you did you like hack her cell phone? Because boy, that's if, really no. Look, if you look at both Maria and the maid, clearly Arnold thinks all women are beautiful. Yeah. You guys actually looked at Maria Shriver with a picture right next to Arnold. She looks like skinny female Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't fuck her with a stolen dick. Just the ego right? I would just Look say at the I pictures when they got married. <laughs> she looks like you, she would cut you with her face. She'd probably uh, cut with that with a pointy, dick. pointy chin. <laughs> so, Jimmy, I'm sure your wife is glad to know that you think that if she's not attractive, oh. it's okay for you to go cheat on her. Oh. Exactly. That's exactly the conversation we had last night, Scott. Okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly yes, the conversation. And the conversation that I would appreciate I would appreciate you to get the fuck out of my bushes. And, <laughs> yes, and, and, yes, and, and I believe that conversation started with I think that's what your wife said to you the last conversation night. conversation started with, Jimmy, why are you fucking the neighbor's maid? <laughs> no, it was, Jimmy, under what, or a cat, under what circumstances would it be all right if I slept with Scott Pierce? Oh, that's true. Well, no, that's true. No, well, I think he's cute, but I'm a little old for him. He's not very attractive. I guess it's okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Let's, uh, let's wrap this up. Do you have some uh, DVDs I for us? I do, as always. <laughs> Here comes the documentary of Maria Shriver and her gross twat. Ooh. Oh, why? Wow. What? No, that's it. No, it's, it's called no. Running Through the Jungle. No, it's actually called Burn Notice, The Fall of Sam Axe. 
Uh, oh, that's the thing about uh, Bruce Campbell's character. That's right. Oh, so it's it's like how he became the disgraced uh, yes. agent. Exactly. Oh, okay. Uh, Dylan Dog, Dev Knight. If you uh, if you didn't mind, Mr. Superman in uh, the Return of Superman, Brandon Routh. He's uh, he's some now. What is he in this? He's some sort of supernatural detective supernatural or something. Detective. Yeah. Right. It was all right. He was good on Chuck. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, source code, which is actually really good. Yeah. I like that one a lot. Jake Gyllenhaal and um, Duncan Jones, the, oh, the son okay. of David Bowie. That's right. Uh, it, this is his film after Moon. Uh, Supernatural, the anime series comes out. The animated series. The anime. Series. Oh, the anime. Series. Like based on the TV show? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Okay. Really? Uh, if you wanted to see how Michael Bay stole footage from this movie called The Island on Blu-ray and placed it directly into the Transformers Three movie, yes. Now you can watch it on Blu-ray, The Island. Listen, it, that's it, just called being, yeah. uh, you know, economical, resourceful. Yes. These, are, yeah. These are, are tough you serious? times, right? Are you serious? I'm. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he, no, he, he, took, he took direct footage from the island and put it in Transformers. Well, I thought I read that he did that because the footage they shot, someone like no. got injured and died in no, it. No bullshit. He's a fucking cheap asshole. Yeah, he's he's it's reused a, footage from it's Pearl re- Harbor. It's and other reci- he's yeah. green. Okay. He's going green. It's, it's recycling. Trying to set a good example. They did it on filmations, He Man, all the time. They so did. And Ralph Bakshi, Spider Man. Flintstones. Yes. Is that like when Fred Flintstone used to run and he'd keep running past the same stuff? I plan on. Using recycled footage from most of the A Team episodes in my autobiography. <laughs> Sweet. I always, I always thought it was odd that Fred Flintstone had like this mile long living room and it was decorated the same. Yeah. All right. Uh, Justice League season two is coming out on Blu ray. Uh, two great movies coming out on Blu ray The Blues Brothers. Yes. Coming out. The Blues now, Brothers on Blu-ray. What could be more now, appropriate? Please, uh, hopefully you have this information, because all I have is the uh, uh, director's extra footage cut. On Blu-ray? Uh, I think. And you know what? The extra footage you don't need in that yeah, movie. It's this actually, already this actually is theatrical and both both versions. Oh, good. Okay, that's, good. Yeah. that's the one I'll get. Thanks. Yeah, this comes out. And then uh, National Lampoon's Animal House Yay. on Blu-ray. Yay. And then... Uh, Two game, more I have to rebuy. Game-wise, I don't know if Tony knows about it, but it's called El Shaddai. El Shaddai. I don't know. Uh, all I know is that they invited me to a party at Comic-Con, oh, yeah, and I'm going to get drunk is. at it. I don't give a shit. Or you will have gotten drunk at Tony, it. Tony, have you ever I'm actually heard of Animal past House? I'm talking future of what? <laughs> have you ever actually heard of Animal House? Yeah. Okay. Just Got, uh, w- uh, Now, it's about a fraternity that wears togas. What's his name? John uh, Belushi. Belushi. Jim Belushi. He's on that new show. Don't uh, worry about Jim. It. Yeah. yeah, he's Jim Belushi's less talented brother. <laughs> oh, God. Wait, is it well, Jim Belushi or is it John Belushi? It was, it's John. Okay. But, but I, I heard a joke uh, the other day. I can't, remember. Oh, okay. I can't remember who told the joke, but it was, it was really funny. So, uh, so, so Jim Belushi call, uh, called up uh, Joaquin Phoenix right after River was found dead and said, You know what? Ain't so bad. Oh. What, is it too soon? No, it's perfect time. I can't remember where I heard that. It was hilarious. Anyway, uh, so there you go. I got games. Yes. Actually, as well. Uh, Tony's got game. There's one coming out called Catherine. If you're a Japanese kind of gamer. This looks weird. It looks way crazy. It's got some good reviews I've seen so far. It's about a guy who wakes up next to a random girl in his bed. Yeah. And you have to find out kind of how you got there, and then is you have to play these platforming yeah, no. levels, and it looks mm. weird. Uh, no, very, can, very it, Japanese. Well, so if she's beautiful. not dead, couldn't you just ask her? Um, yeah. <laughs> Who are you? And why is my <laughs> penis in you? That would make a no, short she, game, she's Scott. She's dead, but he keeps saying a chick who looks just like her everywhere he goes afterwards. Is she wrapped in plastic? No. No. Not bleeding, either. Did she cut a part of him um, off and put it in the disposal? Yeah. What else? Uh, there's another one coming out called From Dust. It's kind of a god sim where you control the elements, and then uh, 
the it's, elements try to control you back or something. It's what presented by pledge. It looks it looks crazy. Like you can you can build like uh, earth mounds and things like that to protect your islanders, and then tidal waves come in and try to take out the earth. So mounds it's uh, it's sandcastle video. Kinda, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can kinda. build dirt. Yeah, but it looks like it has a lot of potential for creativity. Oh, okay. And then Dragon Age Two has an expansion coming out called oh, Legacy. Dragon Age Two. What? All right. Oh, that game bored the shit out of me. And I love the first Dragon Age I'm game. I'm playing the first one right now. It's pretty Dragon, good. Dragon, first Dragon Age game is a blast. But the second game is just like, it's such a button masher. And the mechanics are clumsy and clunky. Yeah. Did I, you I, play it on PC or Xbox or PlayStation? PS3. PlayStation? Yeah, I just I was not impressed with Dragon Age 2. Dragon oh. Age, the first one, love it. <laughs> you should just keep playing Captain America Super Soldier and beat the shit out of people with a shield. Absolutely. Amen. Clearly. Uh, all right. Let's, uh, let's do this. She don't more ham. <laughs> <laughs>